This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to the All About TRH podcast, aka All About the Real Housewives, aka All About the Truth. So last week, BravoCon happened and all the housewives were present. New Jersey had an interesting situation because they separated the cast because there's obviously so much tension after the Gorkas skipped Teresa's wedding. Things got even crazier when the Gorkas and Jennifer Aiden got into an altercation. So on today's episode, we're speaking directly to the source to go over what actually happened. Hello, Jennifer. Hey, Roxanne. How are you? Hi. Oh, my gosh. We are so thrilled to have you on and hear your side. Um, I did a little intro earlier, but so much went down during BravoCon, and it seemed like you were all having a blast. And then this altercation happens with Joe and Melissa, so we want to get right into it. You know, what happened? Sure. Um, Well, it's interesting because I've been hearing from their side that I was – bashing them all day and on different panels. And I'd like to state that before I said anything on my third panel that was on my schedule for that weekend, I didn't even so much as mention her name, Joe's name. You know, I was on a panel on day one uh, with the moderators from Access. And then later on in the day, I was on with that Kate uh, Chastain or whatever the hell her name is, woman. Um, uh, You know, and then we got to our panel on Saturday afternoon, which was, by the way, after the part one of Jersey, where I had heard that actually Melissa and Joe were doubling down on everything against Teresa that they could, and that Margaret was saying things about me. And I had spoken with Teresa and Dolores before we went on stage. We spoke about keeping it classy. We spoke about like not giving and not giving it any power, not feeding into it. No worries. It wasn't until the Q&A where a fan basically reiterated to us what we had already heard and said that Teresa was the reason or that Melissa and Joe were implying that Teresa was the reason that the panel was split. Now, we don't know why the panel was split. We had heard actually through the grapevine that the reason the panel was split was because there was so much tension within our group and they, they wanted to keep anticipation high for the reunion. And they didn't want anything hashed out because they didn't want it to turn into a reunion. So this came from like the higher ups. We had nothing to do with it. But when the fan asked the question to Teresa, I don't know if you saw my reply because, and even me, I was like, wait, what did she say? What did she say? This is Melissa speaking. Yes. Melissa is saying that Teresa is the one behind the split. And my opinion, whether I'm team Teresa or not, as a viewer on the show, is that they're holding on for dear life, okay? They burned their only bridge that kept them. And that was my opinion on the matter. It's not about me being Teresa. A lot of people have that opinion. Um, And I'm paid to give my opinion, not to mention we're on a panel and they just went to town on us a few hours before. So what's good for for the goose, honey? You know, like, okay, no problem. I'm on a panel, fine. 
Now, P.S., I saw the headlines on social media that I had said that. I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to make them mad because they hate it when people call them out on the truth, right? They hate it. They hate it when people sit there and, and say things that are – she's like, why is she saying that? Why am I saying that? That's my opinion, and I get paid to do it. I think that's where their insecurity comes out because a lot of people say that, you know, the reason they're on the show is because of Teresa. And then so for you to come and But the reason say, they are on the show is because of Teresa. 100%. That, that is something I know, can agree with you, you on. You know, and it's funny because I had seen some comments saying after that headline was out that I said they're holding on for dear life. Some people were saying like, oh, you're holding on too. Like, look at you holding on, Teresa. Listen, I love Teresa. We have become extremely close. But Teresa leaves this show guess what? I'm not the one struggling for storyline. Right. I got content up the wazoo. So I I love, you know, it has nothing to do with Teresa. It's my opinion on the show. And I said it and I thought we were just like playing shady with it. They took it to another level. So PS, we have a party that night. It's a Tom Tom party. Uh, Bill and I were supposed to meet Teresa and Louie there. Teresa and Louie were out to dinner with some friends and we were supposed to meet up. Bill was so exhausted. And I was with my assistant who had, by the way, been collecting content on me all weekend. And she could tell you in her content collecting that I did not even mention Melissa or Joe's name, not even once, not even once. So she is an eyewitness to everything. So by her watching what they've been saying this whole week, she is appalled for me. She is angry for me. She's like, Jen, they're lying. I said, baby, you were, so she was able to get this stuff on footage because she literally had her phone on standby, not for something like this, but because of all my interaction with the fans. That's really what the main purpose of this content collecting was for. So P.S., right. we go to this Tom Tom party, Tom's performing, and then the Watch What Happens Live crew is about to be released. I had no idea who was going to be on that Watch What Happens Live, that panel that night. It had come to my attention that Melissa and Joe were on that panel. And Dolores was also with Frank. And then Bill wasn't there. So I kind of wasn't feeling it. And it was getting late. And I was not drunk at all. Erica went and got me a cup of water with ice. So I said, let's get out of here. Let's go back to the hotel. We go to the hotel. I walk in. I, I do lock eyes with Joe Gorga. I immediately look away and I think, oh, fuck. Like, they're here. And then I'm like, wait, is Melissa here? And then two seconds later, I see her. So this dirty look that they are perceiving that I had was not a dirty look, honey. We locked eyes. I was shocked. I looked away. Okay. What do you want me to do? Smile at you? I'm not going to smile at you. Okay. Maybe it's my resting bitch face, whatever you want to call it. It was not a dirty look. I walked in. I looked at them. I looked away. I continued on my merry way. I pressed the button for the elevator. I'm about to get in the elevator and I see her go, loser. She didn't yell it. She didn't scream it. She said it almost under her breath thinking that I wouldn't hear it or maybe that she thought that I would just get into the elevator and go on. But of course, that's not who I am because I did hear it. So I turned around and I said, you're a loser. And then she was like, you're a wannabe. And then I kind of said to her very calmly, don't start none, won't be none. And that was my reference to what they said on their panel. Then P.S., her little assistant Tom Minion or Tom Minion or whatever the hell his name is, he gets involved and he goes, you're a loser and white trash or you're white trash and low class. And I-, I don't know who this guy thinks he is 
that he can look at me and thinks that he can have the audacity to even say that to me? How dare you? How dare you? Who the fuck are you? So I said something to him. And then, P.S., it started, I heard shut the fuck up. And I think that's when Erica started recording where you hear me say, you shut the fuck up, where you could tell in my tone that I was actually reiterating what he had just said to me. I say, you shut the fuck up. And before that, mind you, which I didn't hear and my assistant told me, he goes, suck a dick, bitch. I didn't wow. hear that. I didn't hear that. So meanwhile, my husband was sitting next to him at the Legends Ball just the night before, kicking with him, being nice, being all cordial. Like, all right, Joe Gorga, you're talking to like your friend's wife that way. I hope you're proud of yourself. So anyway, I have no idea that Erica's even recording, but I'm triggered. And my body went into something that's called fight or flight. I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah. That is something that when somebody feels that they are being threatened, I didn't say they threatened me. They never threatened me. So I would like to make that clear. They never said anything to threaten me. However, the environment that I was in, I just, I saw people laughing. I saw a lot of people. P.S. The security is starting to come in front of me. I'm telling them to stay away. He's cursing. She's cursing. She's laughing. She's waving. They're well, you, well, you have men coming at you. You have men attacking you. It's not like your husband's with you. Nobody was with me. I was completely so, yeah. by myself. I pressed the button in order to get out of there. I didn't want any trouble. I really right. didn't. Right. Like this dirty look that she's claiming like I'm instigated that she looked at me so nasty. Um, I guess my face was nasty that night. I had resting bitch face. I don't know what to tell you, but it well, wasn't a dirty look. Just so viewers know is Melissa has now justified why she called you a loser, why she called you a wannabe. And she has said the reason she did that was because you had a look on your face, which that doesn't justify anything. That doesn't mean that even if you did have a look in your face, you guys are obviously not talking. What I would, what, what I was like your to say about that? Her? What I would like to say about that is if I did have a look on my face, it was not intentional, right. nor did I realize I was doing it. Like, I want to tell you, I was caught off, off guard extremely. I was under the impression that they got released into the venue from the Watch What Happens live show and that they were there. I had absolutely no idea that I would see them in the lobby. When I walked in and I saw them, I'm like, oh, fuck, like, here we go. Let me just hope they don't say anything to me. And I'm just going to go to the elevator and go upstairs. And then when she said loser, I was not going to let that go down without a response because it's not who I am. It's right. not who I am. So you're reacting. And, and then she's saying like, wannabe. I'm like curious, like wannabe what exactly? Wannabe what? Because I want you to take a good look at my life and my husband. I don't want to be anybody else but Jennifer Aiden. The life is pretty gosh darn it good, if I do say so myself. And and I will brag about that. How about them apples? I will brag because yeah. Bill and I have the type of relationship, Roxanne, where we have never cursed at each other. He's never called me a fucking bitch. He's never called me a fucking whore or a slut. Or he's never said anything derogatory to me. I think once, once we got into a fight where when he was walking out of our bedroom, I said under my breath, asshole. <laughs> and that, when we made up, when we made up and we were making up, you know what he said to me when he was holding me? He's like, I'll never forget that oh, you called no. me an asshole. Oh my right. God. <gasps> my God. I felt so guilty. I'm like, you know what? I'm an asshole to treat someone that has so much class to say that he like, it's so disrespectful. We don't talk to each other that way. My husband doesn't talk like that to anybody. First of all. Okay. So want to be what want to be right. you 
no, thank you. You could keep your little like Popeye husband with his Napoleon complex that wants to beat up everybody. And, and, and you could want to be Melissa Borga. I don't want to be anybody else but me. Um, so P.S., I see Tom coming towards me. And I don't know if I, I think I said stay away. I don't know what came first, me chucking the water at him. And let me tell you something, the way I chucked that at him, it landed right smack in his face. I mean, he got sprinkled. He could probably tell that it was water. He wasn't sticky. Okay, he was freaking, and, and I saw page six. They said Jennifer Eden threw full beverage on Joe Gorga. First of all, it wasn't Joe Gorga. It was Tom Minion. And it wasn't even a full beverage. It was like a quarter cup of water with melted ice, which I screenshotted and put on my story. Like, okay, Here's the picture of my full beverage, like wasted. I was not wasted. I was drinking water with ice. Excuse me. Well, um, I have to ask you, what was your status with Melissa before this? Because obviously you guys filmed the whole season. You guys were on okay terms. So where did you guys end off at? Have you spoken to her at all? I had not spoken to her. Things were very touchy since now between her and I specifically, there was really nothing. Okay. I had no issues with her. I have not been spreading any hate about her. I haven't been saying anything negative about her, but the way the things that went down at the season finale, obviously I'm team Teresa. And if I'm going to stay out of it, I just rather not talk to her. So that's where my mindset was. You know what? Teresa's a very good friend of mine. I don't like it when they're constantly placing her blame on things. That's not the case. Um, so I'm not going to sit there and try to feed into that. So I was at a place where if I saw Melissa, I would have just ignored her. I had nothing bad to say about her. I just wanted it to keep it cordial. And of course we took the Q and a from the fan and the fan said that like, listen, she could apply all day, every day that how Teresa's the reason that the panel was split. Teresa knew quote unquote, that she was joining the show. And then Joe gets on there thinking it's his freaking time to shine, thinking it's one of his stand-up routines. And he's like, I give the job to my friend, Joe Benigno. And I give the job to my cousin, the electrician. And we see family rise. Fuck that. And he fucking preaches some narrative like, yeah, you give Joe Benigno the job because he's your boy, because he's your friend. But guess what? If you had problems with Joe Benigno and someone hired him as the plumber on your job, you'd be pissed. So you're acting like everything was kumbaya before you joined the show. And it wasn't, there was already tension. There was already tension and you knew it and you didn't care. And you took a chance. I get it. You took a gamble. You know what? I would have so much more for respect for Melissa. If she could just say, you know what? Teresa's my sister-in-law. I wanted a piece and I wanted to come on. I would have so much respect for her. If she could just be honest, be honest. And then maybe if she was honest, maybe Teresa could have really been able to get to move on from that. Right. And if she was honest, Teresa would have been like, you know what? Okay, fine. You acknowledged it. You're sorry for it. Let's move on. And they could have been such a strong team. They could have been, I mean, I remember one season where they were holding hands. They're family. They need to stick together. They don't need to be apart. I don't want to pull them apart. I'm trying not to get involved. Like me saying they're holding on for dear life was not because of my love for Teresa. That is my opinion as a viewer on the show. And I'm not the only one who has that. Okay. So as much as team Teresa, I am sorry, Teresa, it wasn't for you. I was just trying to be honest, really. You know how like Simon Cowell is always honest and everybody hates him. Right. Yeah. You know, 
you know, what, what, what do you want our response to say? You want us to sit there and be like, okay, you guys could sit there and say whatever you want on your panel. We're just supposed to sit here and, and stay on mute. It doesn't work that way. Well, just to clarify. So at BravoCon, Melissa answered a question and she was so confident about answering it, saying that Teresa a hundred percent knew they were joining the show. And that's absolutely not true. A producer yeah, I need, I need, I need a candy gift of saying the lies, the lies, right. the lies. Exactly. And she knows it. She knows it's a lie. A producer came out recently, Carlos King. And he said, no, Teresa didn't know. She called me one week before. She had absolutely no idea. She said she was distraught. She said, I didn't want, I don't want to fight with my sister and brother. And, uh, you know, Melissa and Joe were still around. I mean, they weren't close, but they came to everything that Teresa had on season one and season two. So they were still around, but we have calls. We have a call log. We have emails from Melissa to Danielle Staub at the time, who was Teresa's enemy, reaching out to her and saying to her, um, hey, I have juice. Give me a call. And Danielle even went on a podcast also with Carlos King. And he, she also said that Melissa begged. Her. Yeah, listen, so that's the thing. Like, like, this is not about, just be honest, girl. Like, I get it. I get it. You wanted a piece. If I was Teresa's sister-in-law, I would want a piece too. But you know how I would do it? I would call my sister-in-law be extremely nice, kiss exactly. her freaking ass and be like, girl, I'm going to come on as your ride or die, as your ally. Let's, let's do this thing and let's stick together. Like that's how it should have went down. And they would have been such a strong united front that they wouldn't have had to be competition. And that's where the problem is. Well, it Melissa became has lied competition. About it. And she's lied about it for so long that she refuses to own up to the whole thing. And I know a lot of people are like, well, that was 10 years ago. Who cares? But that's why Teresa probably lost yes. trust. That's why that people is exactly call why. out yeah. Melissa on her stuff. But Melissa did say something about you. So she went, uh, she was speaking to an account on Instagram. She messaged them and she said that you are the reason the family is that. divided. 2.30. Yeah. I'm sorry, my, I have to organize my daughter getting picked up from oh, school. No, no, no that's that okay. Is. Exactly. Well, so what I was saying so, was that yeah. Melissa, she went on Instagram. She uh, told an account that you're the reason the family is divided, um, that it's all no, you. Okay. What do you have to say to that? Okay. I mean, again, I will say it again as in the great words of Candy, the lies, the lies, right. the lies. The woman is deflecting. Um, she is trying to make me her scapegoat and nobody's buying it. So I'm just letting them dig their own grave. Like up until this podcast, I have not commented on this. Okay. I have kept mom. Uh, I know my assistant put out that video and I needed to put out that video because I needed vindication. Um, I believe that they were telling people that I was, you know, when the footage Saturday night got released, it was only the uh, end. It was only me throwing the glass. So there was no context. And people were making assumptions. And I even believe that the Gorgas on their end were doubling down on that, saying that I was irrational and erratic and, oh, yeah. and a liability and all they that stuff. They didn't say that. They and started it. Yes, yes. And I think it's out there already, which is totally fine. I was asked to maybe stay behind on Watch What Happens Live because they didn't want to put Andy in a position to ask me about it. And it was just very negative. And I want to just say that I agree with Andy when I saw, saw that he said that it was gross. And people are saying that that was ge geared towards me. I do believe that he it's geared toward the whole situation in its entirety. And I will say that I agree with him. I agree with him. And I want to just take this moment to say that I want to really apologize for letting my emotions get the better of me. But I want you to know that when all that was happening, Bill wasn't with me. I felt just, I felt very almost bullied. Like 
everybody was laughing and my body started shaking and I couldn't control my emotions. It was something that was out of my control. Frank had walked in. He had witnessed Joe cursing at me. He came towards me, saw the, saw the physical state that I was in, how everything was shaking. He was holding onto my arm saying, are you all right? Do you need anything? I was like, they can't talk to me like that, Frank, because there is an unedited. I had the unedited footage that Erica took on her phone and I had sent it to multiple people. So I don't even know who leaked that out. But regardless, the full unedited version is out there. And you hear me saying multiple times, they can't talk to me that way, Frank. They can't keep thinking they're going to talk to me that way, Frank. Like, I don't know who you think I am. Like, you think that I'm someone that could be pushed around like that? You better check again. And that's what that all was. Well, so I mean, I, when- I, I'm totally embarrassed that that happened. Yeah. Like, why did they even have to say, say anything? Like, it was the same thing with the social media war. Like, I was recuperating day two out of my nose job halfway across the world. And she started with me in an attempt to embarrass me and belittle me and, and bully me, so to speak, on, 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 on social media to sit there and get all the fans to hate on me. Like, what? What did I ever do to you? Oh, because you saw the reunion and you saw my incessant eye rolling and, and that's what made you do it? Like, girl, get a grip. That eye rolling could have been in anyone. Not to mention, we're on a show that freaking encourages eye rolling when there's an eye rolling situation. Okay, so stop getting mad at me for doing my job. She's taking it to another level. I've been telling Teresa that I don't want to get involved in her family drama. This really is nothing to do with her. This is about what I said on my panel. They're mad. They're trying to project, you know, all this shit that's going down on them negatively on me and Teresa. Teresa has nothing to do with this, by the way. Yeah. And, and Teresa hasn't even, like, I haven't even talked about it. She's, she was just telling me, like, you know, I'm sorry my brother did that to you. And I was like, babe, your brother would do it to any woman out there. So why would I be any different? And I totally appreciated Teresa apologizing on his behalf, but it was so not necessary. You know, he's one of those goombas that think that they could treat women that way. You know, I can't even imagine, I don't, I can't even imagine how he talks to Melissa when they're alone. Like I feel bad for her. She's applauding him. She's enabling it. She's encouraging him, which is right, the most which, bizarre thing ever to you see. Know and that was I think on camera. So, you know what I think is so interesting about that? Like, cause it's just like, to the testament of Melissa and how she is while the cameras are rolling, as opposed to how she is when they're not, when the cameras are rolling and Joe's like out of line, she's always the first to be like, calm down, Joe, Joe, really babe, relax. Like, please. She's always trying to be like a mediator, but when the cameras are not rolling, she is doubling down on it. And she is relishing in every moment. Like, yeah, baby, go get her. It's so funny. It's just, it's just a testament to how fake she is. And it was disappointing to see that she, you know, surrounds herself with men like this, like even her assistant or whatever that Tom guy is to her, that she surrounds herself with people that talk to women like that. Like it's 2022, we can't speak to women like that. And she's out here applauding and clapping and then justifying the whole thing by saying you stared, you had a stare. But even if you heard what your husband was saying and you're, you're, you think it's funny and that's not funny to speak to someone who's like that, who's by themselves with no, you know, no one to protect them. You didn't have anyone with you. I mean, you had your assistant, but you didn't have like your husband with you and another man is talking to you this way. And I will say that I know that if I walked in holding hands with my husband, that they would have ignored me and I would have ignored them and none of this would have happened, which Bill feels extremely guilty for. He's so apologetic, like, I'm sorry I wasn't with you. 
And I'm just like, you know what, baby, it's okay. I'm almost glad you weren't with me because that Joe Gorga is such um, an out of line character. Like, I don't even know what he would do to you. And Bill's not a fighter. Bill's not going to sit there and fight with somebody who's going to on the verge of being on some roid rage. Okay, honey, he's going to just stay away from that. Right. He doesn't involve himself in, in these things because most men typically don't. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, the night before the Legends Ball, they ended up sitting next to each other. And like from where I was sitting, they were like laughing and smiling. Of course, they didn't talk about anything serious. It was just things on the surface. But I'm not the one that's going to go to my husband and say, you know, don't talk to that little peon. You know, I was happy that he was trying to be cordial and keep it separate. Exactly. Well, what does he think about Joe Gorka doing this? Like, is he okay with I mean, I'm sure he's not okay with him. But how are they going to? reconcile or what that's that's not even a question that I would even ask my husband only because I don't want to put him in the position where he feels he needs to do something in order to defend me I love my husband so much that the guilt that he feels that makes me feel sad like I don't want him to feel guilty that he wasn't with me I know my husband is disgusted with Joe I know those days of them kicking together and like laughing and high-fiving like that's over that's over. But as far as my husband calling Joe to speak to him man to man, one on one, I mean, you would need another man to have that conversation, which Joe Gorga is not. So I would tell my husband to just like, don't even bother. You're going to get nowhere. Um, because a few times my husband even has called Joe Gorga out on his behavior on camera, and Joe Gorga yells at him, shut the fuck up, he says. Like, uh, yeah, he has remember, no respect. If you remember at uh, Margaret's Halloween party, He was trying to tell Joe Gorga, you got to listen, bro. You got to listen. And that advice was not welcomed. It was met with the shut the fuck up. So my husband already knows that talking him to a rational, like a rational human being is not going to go anywhere. Um, You would need a rational human being for that conversation. I mean, Joe has gone on several interviews, even initially at BravoCon. That's what I mean. This is why I'm not even like, I've waited this long to talk about it because I actually want this thing to go away. She keeps commenting. She keeps answering DMs. She keeps posting. People keep sending it to me. Yeah. And then, then she devotes her whole podcast. Dude, there's camera footage. You realize that, right? Like Joe Gorga commented on a post saying... I didn't start cursing at her until she threw her drink. And if she has the right to throw her drink, then I have a right to curse at her. Dude, there's footage out there. I hadn't thrown my drink yet. And you called me a dirty bitch, a fucking dirty bitch. So what are you talking about? There is fucking camera footage. And they just keep saying it wasn't me. So you know what? Let them keep with that narrative. The fans see the truth. I don't need to tell my side the story. The proof is in the pudding. Let the fans do all the work. I told Erica to even take down her video. Um, because I said, you know what, it's already, it's so many publications have there, have it out there. I want to be a good employee to Bravo. I do not want to do anything like this is supposed to be a, an amazing franchise to be a part of. This is, this is toxic behavior. We need to have professional people on our cast. And mind you, Melissa was telling people that I was saying to people that she should be fired. I have never said that Melissa should be fired. I have never said that. What I said was they're holding on for dear life. And that was in response to their actions. Right. What I see that they're doing, I never said Melissa should be off the show. I mean, I, and I, I never said, like, when they asked me who's the thirstiest housewife, I never said Joe Gorga, even though I wanted to. I didn't. <laughs> right. I didn't. You know what I mean? Like, that question was asked at BravoCon, and I really, really tried to, like, keep it not so not petty. 
and and her calling me a loser, mumbling under her breath. And yeah, she keeps saying like, I said it to her quietly. Bitch, you shouldn't have said it at all. That doesn't okay? matter whether you're loud. You shouldn't or, have said it yeah, at all. Yeah, or quiet. If you're okay? going to say something, it doesn't matter what your tone is. If you know, you, we yes. know what's behind it. So it doesn't matter if you're you know, not being loud about so, it. It's not going to happen. And she went on her podcast spinning this complete false narrative. And I have been quiet all week. I have been telling my employees to take things down and to not comment and to not engage. And once people started sending me clips from her podcast yesterday, and by the way, my assistant, who is my eyewitness, she was texting me last night, like I'm livid, they're lying. So people were saying that she's lying on my behalf, right? Because she works for me. Is this a text message thread that would be between two people who are keeping up with a lie? No, no. And this is the thing. The more we do this, like the more the Gorgas can't stand it, right? They're like, oh my God. Like she has video footage. Fuck, fuck. We should have known. Sorry. But you know what? We were told by Bravo before Bravo caught started. Guys, watch your behavior. Be on your best behavior. There's going to be cameras everywhere. There's going to be phones everywhere. We were forewarned on our behavior from before all of this started. So, you know, they thought they were in the clear and they thought that they could treat me that way and get away with it. And you know what? They didn't. They well, didn't. Well, what's sad is if your assistant didn't record that, it seems like they would lie through their teeth and go with this narrative that you threw something at them and they didn't say anything. So thank God that your and, assistant and did also, pull out their yes, phone. And it seems to me my feeling, my gut feeling is that if my assistant didn't record it and that the Gorgos did double down on this narrative, that Bravo would actually believe them instead of me. I think that too. And I think that's so It's sad. so unfortunate. It is. Because we've, throughout the years, we've seen Joe Gorka do this where he like attacks and he disrespects women. It doesn't matter. He keeps going in interviews and saying all he has is respect and love, which he just shows the opposite. And I think he just says that to like cover for himself or something because he says the most vile things to women and mm -hmm. he involves himself in absolutely everything with the women. So it makes zero sense. Um, and I absolutely think they would have went with that narrative and said, yeah, she just, she came at us. She attacked us. She threw something. And yeah, it's probably likely that Bravo Which, would believe that. And I wouldn't blame them. I really wouldn't blame yeah. them for believing it because when you see just a screenshot of something, you make all of the assumptions. So I'm really grateful that Erica was able to take that footage. Listen, I am not an outrageous person. I do not walk around throwing things at people. That was a defense mechanism. Like it came out of nowhere. I didn't even know I was going to do that. I was shaking. Yeah, you, you felt hear threatened. my voice. You, were, you felt hot, you know? I was just, it, everything was hot. Everything was hot. I did, like, I am embarrassed about my behavior. I really am. I really wish they shouldn't have said anything. But I do believe that moving forward, she's never going to mumble anything under her breath while I'm walking by ever again. Right. Absolutely. So. Yes. So well, if there's a lesson learned in here that I'd like to concentrate on that, like Housewives is supposed to be a show that, that people aspire to be like, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and me trying to see that kind of outrageous behavior. I, I wouldn't want to be that type of person, but this is a huge lesson for me also. Uh, I, I do now think maybe next time I should just ignore it because it gets to somewhere that's so gross. That's one side of me. However, the other side of me is thinking, you know what? We need to teach her a lesson. She needs to stop poking at me. She says that I start with her. And what she means by that is 
me calling her out on things when it comes to the show. Like when I, when I called her out on her fake baby story, I think she was really shocked. And she thinks that is the first time that I ever started with her quote unquote, dude, I'm doing my job. That was my opinion when I was watching the whole thing go down. So why wouldn't I be honest once I'm at the reunion? And that's where, what we're here to do is to be honest. That's not attacking you. She's taking it personally. It wasn't personal. It was my opinion as a viewer on that show that year. So she takes that as starting with me. But you know what I take as starting with me? Her starting with me on social media for no apparent reason. Oh, because I was giving her dirty looks. Or her calling me a loser when you see that I'm by myself, when I'm trying to get to my hotel room, and you thinking I'm not going to do anything to respond. That's not who I am. I don't want to have to respond that way. I really don't. But I can't control my emotion. Right. And, and I think all of that is absolutely valid. But how do you think the show is going to move forward now? I mean, it seems very, very divided right now. And especially after this, I mean, wh- what could the show do now with all of you guys really not talking or just have three of you here and three of you there? Well, I, I could say for right now that I'm grateful that we are on hiatus right now and we're taking a little breather. Because right. I think we just, everybody needs to just cool down. I think we all just not, need to let, even this situation, let it die down. Like, I wanted it to die down. We've been talking about it for, it's like almost a week now. And I had to come to this place where I had to ask you for this podcast because I'm sick of them controlling this false narrative. And I just want to get my story out. This is, this is the last time I really want to talk about it. I want it to go away. I'm hoping that we can move forward. If we're all professional employees, we should be able to move forward and find a way to move on. Having said that, we need time. We need right. time for the right. feelings to settle down. And then, you know, obviously by the time reunion comes, all of this will be, you know, dread, dread up again. And uh, we would have to deal with it then. And then, and then we'll see. So I feel like that's a question to ask me more for after reunion. Because I don't know. I don't know. Like, who knows, like, after reunion, if there's some miracle and everybody makes up. Or there's you know, a big shakeup. So that right, might happen as right, well. Right. Again, I don't make the rules. Bravo know what they're, they, they know what they're doing. They're very successful in their Housewives franchise. So I'm sure they have some formula or method that has been working for them. So I trust that they're going to make the best decisions for that show. Absolutely. Do you yeah. have... Do you have anything else that you want people to know coming from you? Or do you feel, do you feel good about this? I know that you said you don't want to talk about this anymore after. Meaning today, I so. just don't want it. I just want it. I don't want everybody to concentrate on such like this one negative thing that happened at BravoCon. Cause you I don't know so much fun. Like BravoCon is an amazing, amazing experience. Um, anyone who's a fan, really, you just don't get the experience that I'm talking about unless you're there. We were meeting women from other franchises. Everybody was hugging. It was positive. Like, I hate for this to be the memory of BravoCon. You know, I don't want people. It was going so well. For that, for that. I don't want that to be their takeaway. I, I do have one last question. What do you think about Joe Gorka throwing his sister's marriage under the bus and saying, you know, I, his career will last longer than her marriage. It was so disappointing. It was so like, when I saw that, like something just fell into the pit of my stomach. I'm like, dude, even Melissa, even Melissa took a sip. 
Exactly. Like we can't, we can't, like Melissa was trying to be a team player. That's the thing with Joe. That's why sometimes Joe needs to realize his wife is the housewife. And sometimes when he does these outlandish things, he doesn't give his wife the opportunity to shine like the housewife she could be. And I really feel, I really feel that she never got a fair shot because Joe is always fighting with her for the fame and the cameras. You know, he's so thirsty. Like he just kind of pushes her out of the way and goes, listen to what I have to say. And that's exactly how it looks. That's exactly what it was. Like, dude, your wife is trying to keep it cordial and you double down on it like my comedy career. Really? Really? How about both? How about I wish them well in their marriage? How about take a sip? You well, know, the like, question wasn't even asked for him. That was the craziest part that's of it why. all. It's just, yeah. It was just so despicable and so disgusting. And it's like, how are they going to come back from this? I don't know. Like, maybe they really do just need time away from each other. And I, I got to say, as unfortunate as it is, life is not a story tale. Right. It is not a story tale. And there is not always a happy ending. Or there's not the happy ending that you hoped it would be. It's a different happy ending. It may not have all the players that you once wanted, but it's a happy ending all the same because Teresa is very happy. She's happy with Louis. She has a great family now. She has sisters that love her. She has a wonderful chosen family. And she's really trying to concentrate on that. She's unbothered. So well, she's, she's, she's yeah. got to be. She's almost got to be because it's almost like he's a loose cannon And at this point, she can't make excuses for him anymore. There's no more excuses to make. Right. He definitely, this is not their week. He came off very unhinged throughout BravoCon. Oh, Um, you're going to see, you're going to see him this season, how it's going to be, how he's unhinged. He's always unhinged. I know. I don't don't know. Like one part of me thinks like he's just trying to make great TV. And then I see him in these other instances where there's no cameras rolling and, and he's still the same. You know? Oh, wow. That's very interesting. He's just like a male chauvinist, misogynist, like all those things. He thinks he's some Italian good goomba from the movie Goodfellas. <laughs> I don't know what he thinks. Like he needs to take it down a notch. Those movies are no longer in style. Like you need to keep it classy and you need to, you need to show some respect for your sister because she is the reason why you're on the show. She is the reason why you've lasted so long. So it's really unfortunate that you burned that bridge rather than build it. And that's absolutely. my statement, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Because she loved her brother. She loves her brother. I should say loves. She'll always love her brother. That's her brother. That's her blood. But, like, she had this love for him that didn't want to go against him for the sake of their relationship. And there was a time where her and Melissa were getting along. And, and I, I enjoyed that. I liked, uh, I liked everybody, seeing them get along. I, I, I liked, love that. Yes. I liked Melissa's personality. Like she could be fun. I, so I like seeing that. And I Me do too. think that Joe, I do think that it's starting to show that Joe really is the problem. I, I know, you know, a lot of people throw it on Melissa and I do agree. She does really vile things, but at the end of the day, just especially with the last week, Joe has really been showing himself and, you know, him even taunting Teresa on her wedding day, like posting stuff about, you know, blood is like all the things oh my with God. Melissa's family. Can I it's, tell it's you, a lot. we were, we were coming home from the rehearsal dinner and we're on the party bus and I start seeing it on social media because I don't watch their stories. I don't watch anybody's stories unless somebody sends something to me right. for me to look out for it. So I started seeing what he did and like my heart dropped to the pit of my stomach. I didn't want to tell her. I didn't want to tell her. Cause like we're celebrating. Everybody's so happy. And I showed one of her very good friends. We're sitting there looking at the phone and she goes, what, what is it? 
And I'm like, nothing. And she's like, no, I want to know. And I had to show her. And I felt like shit that I had to show her because, you know, she was like, whatever, it's okay. I don't even want to know. You know what? I'm happy. I'm going to enjoy my wedding and I'm not going to let anybody ruin my, my love bubble. And how mm-hmm. sad is that? It's the most important day of her life. And so her brother, sad. he made it about him. He released that they're not coming a day before so that people could talk about that. And then he's on social media with Melissa's family, which is fine. Let him be with her family. That's great. But he's he's throwing digs. He's talking oh. crap. It's like, dude, what so what gross. happened to you? What is wrong with so you? There, there's like some not happiness in his life. There's something going on in their household. I don't know because I don't know someone who reacts the way that he does, especially as a man. It's it's the craziest, most bizarre thing ever. So, um, well, it's become it's unhinged. become he's he's competing with his sister. Okay, I think he's jealous of his sister. Yeah. I think he's competing with her. I think he thinks you know what. I'm the star of the show, but so am I. Okay. And I think that's where he gets his confidence from. Somewhere in his little cocky mind, he thinks he's the head BIC and that, you know what? She's going to go against me. I'm going to go against her right back. And let's see who ends up standing. And that's where it's so sad because you shouldn't be working against each other when you're family. You should be working for each other. And because, because his ego is too big, and by the way, her ego is too big because if Melissa's ego wasn't big, she would have admitted that she joined the show without Teresa knowing. She said on that panel, I know 100% Teresa knew I was joining the show. You know what? That is actually a true statement. Teresa did know you were joining the show a week before you were joining it. From producers. From, from producers. producers. Joe even kept it away from his parents. Like, he didn't even tell his parents. Like, I can't imagine my brother doing that. Like, you're coming That's on my sneaky. show. Like, it's weird. She told me they were over for Sunday dinner the week before. Yeah, see. Okay, I, that's sneaky. Well, the, can you the, imagine? I got a brother no. who just got married. I got a brother. I love him. One day, if I can bring Mel Don to the show, if her English gets good, I would love that. Yeah. But imagine, imagine if somebody called me and told me that Melda's going to be the new housewife. I would be livid that they did this without telling me about it. Like, not my permission, but how about some freaking decent courtesy? Well, here's the thing. Joe has such a big ego that he wanted to get on the show so badly, but he didn't yes. want to ask his sister. He didn't want to say, like, get me because on the show. Because there never was already did that. tension. There was already tension, and he knew she'd probably, like, not be so into it. Like, you know, well, he, he probably knew. He think, let me go through the back way and try to find my way in, and she, well, she's so just going to have to deal Danielle. with it. Danielle. They went through Danielle. They went through her enemy. They went through someone she absolutely hated. And they went through her and they were okay with that. So with family like that, it's just, it explains, you know, it truly, if you, if you think about it, like if that was my brother and if he did that to me, like it explains why Teresa has always, you know, kind tell of you something. Or never trusted I want to just say when I was watching the show, like when I was way back when, when Melissa joined, it wasn't all the time when I would see how Teresa was treating her brother and her sister-in-law. I too, like the audience thought like, dude, that's your brother. I never knew the behind context of it all, of the way that it all went down. And, and that's why when Teresa says, you guys are going to see this season, finally, like you're going to see the real truth because right. everybody just saw a glimpse of something. Nobody saw the, 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 the back of the story, which back then nobody broke fourth wall. So she couldn't say they joined behind my back. Or that's why I'm mad. And that's why I'm acting like an asshole to her. And that's why I throw out her shit. Because she's sneaky and she went behind my back. Nobody broke fourth wall back then. So she couldn't say it. 
And Every- Teresa has said she doesn't have a problem that they joined. It's how they did. It's, yes, it's her going absolutely. to Danielle. It's her doing, you know, behind the, you know, that email that we just put out, which we put out like years ago. But the email, we have phone logs from them. We have emails and everything of her saying call me I have juice and we can't forget the season two reunion where Danielle knew private stuff of Teresa's family because Melissa was that desperate to get on the show and Joe obviously encouraged it he was obviously okay with it which again I think there's nothing wrong with that by the way I think it's human nature if you see someone in your immediate family rising to success for being on a reality show that there could be a place for you on I don't think anybody would blame her for wanting to join. I would want to join, but right. I would I would know how I would do it. I would go to my sister-in-law and like go to her as a friend and family and as a sister-in-law be like, "Hey babe, like can you get me on your show? Can you get me an interview?" Because Teresa told me that all of her friends that were interviewed every time that they're approached, they always call her and they tell her, like Teresa, they they want to interview me and she always says, "Go for it. Go for it." Yeah, yeah, totally do it. She's always like team support. It's because of the way that this went down that I think she was so hurt. And then, and then, as if it wasn't worse, they come on and they get all her friends against her. Okay, her circle of friends. Yeah, they align with people that don't like her also. And you all try to put her on an island. Like, how do you think you can build trust back after that? You want to talk about you want to talk about taking success out of people's mouths? You guys all try to put her on an island so that she would be off the show. You didn't care about that, even though she's the one who got you there in the first place. How about a thank you? And and then now, let's not forget, Joe was posing with Caroline Manzo um, during Bravo time. Even though he had stopped. It's it's always something. And it's like, you know, let her just be happy and live her life because it's always something. It's always a dig if it doesn't go his way or whatnot. So it's so so sad to see. I mean, we've been watching it the last, what, 10 plus years or however long they've been on it. And it's sad. But I think that, you know, they're slowly getting exposed. And hopefully Joe really looks in the mirror and realizes that he is a problem, which I think deep down he knows he is. Yeah, dude, he should just take some anger management class and realize that this show is about housewives and women yeah. and that the, the house husbands are just supposed to be for like laughing entertainment, okay? Exactly. You're, just, you're just supposed to hear them do stupid shit, you know, go play with each other's willies, okay? Right. Make yeah. us laugh. Like, that's what you're here for, comedic relief. You know, let your wife get into the drama. Like, let, let her fucking shine. You know, I never said... I wanted Joe or Melissa fired. I never said they threatened me. I said on my panel, they're holding on for dear life. Right. And I stand by that. I believe that they're creating all the shenanigans because you know what? There was a while where they weren't talking at all. And we know that the animosity was still rumbling underneath. They haven't said anything. But now that Teresa's basically done with them, now they're saying like, wait, This is what I'm thinking. This is not something that they said to me. So let me just say, this is my interpretation of it all as a viewer. Right. They're saying like, holy shit. Like we can't fight with Margaret. Margaret knows too much shit on us. So we can't go after her. Uh, Jennifer we're fighting with, but like, you know, Jennifer's too good for us to fight with. And and then then Teresa doesn't talk to us. Where do we stand? I don't know. That's just my thought on it. You know, you don't, you don't, I don't see her kids too much on the show. And I, and I get that, you know, like you're, when your kids are on the show too much, they become a target. I don't think so. that's why I, I need to say something. I don't think that's why her kids aren't on the show. They filmed uh, Antonia's whole sweet 16th and Bravo didn't hear any of it. So I, I don't I think mean, it's I by think, choice that they're not on the show. 
I mean, Maybe listen, the boys. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't see too much of them, which, you know, totally is fine. I would, my kids don't want to film too. Like sometimes they're like, mom, we don't want right, to film. Yeah. Like we have to race or whatever. They're kids. They're going to, they're going to want that. So, I mean, I, I, you guys know everything about my family. I don't know anything about Melissa's sisters. Nothing. Yeah. They, 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 they seem really nice. I met them in free time. They're like totally cool. They should be on the show. Like if I had sisters like that, I'd bring my sister. I tried to bring my own sister on the show. She doesn't want to be on the show. Well, they were, they were initially on the show sometimes, but it was like kind of just to talk about Teresa. So I don't think that lands very well. But I yeah. mean, if they're on the show, you know, and they're not talking about Teresa, maybe it will, you know. That's maybe what I'm saying. Will. Like, I'm yeah. sure like everybody. It doesn't always have to be about Teresa. I just always feel that they're not being totally candid because every family's got shit and drama. How can we of know course. none of yours? How can we right. know none of yours? Like everybody knows my brother's gay. My other brother I married off. My parents can't stand each other. Right. Like everybody knows that. You're an open book. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost too much yeah, sometimes. Yeah, but, but, you know, it's you know? authentic. It's real. You're not trying so to So like, I was not bashing something. them on those panels. Like for me, like we were instructed to really try to keep it positive. We took some Q&A from the fans. They told us what she said, and we had a response. After that, I wasn't going around Bravo Palooza telling everybody. In fact, when fans were bringing up to me, I was trying to minimize it. Yeah. I was trying to be like, all right, come on, let's take a picture. You guys having fun? You know, trying not to do it because we are supposed to be all professional. Yeah, and you guys were told that too. To yeah, it's know. just that you know, like I don't like that. I don't like it. You're calling me a loser. I'm about to get into the elevator. You're calling me a loser. You're calling me a wannabe, dude. You guys shouldn't have opened your mouth. You should have kept it classy. You know, this was not BravoCon. Was not to be some kind of like you know trigger fight between people. It right. was supposed to be something that the fans can enjoy. Absolutely. Well, so I'm, I'm like really disappointed, and yeah. like everybody's remembering remembering this one negative thing when there were so many more positives about it. Like how awesome was Louie on the panel? Oh my God. Oh, he, somebody, yeah. you know, he was on the panel. Somebody was like, tell us about yourself. And he was telling us about himself. And then like the fans were like, that's enough. That's enough. That's I'm like, dude, you know, you, you can't win with these people. You, you, you <laughs> oh, give them no. what they yeah. want. Yeah. Right. Like, it was like yelling like, dude, like, isn't he so cute? He's like, so leave, sweet. Leave the yeah. guy alone. Like I would feel bad being mean to him. Right. 100%. But, but, but don't, but he's tough. Don't let, don't let that niceness mistake that for weakness. He is a very strong individual. And you know what? Him and Teresa are perfect for each other. Yeah. He brings out truly. You've the met him, right? Have you yeah, met him? He's, well, I've, I've spoken to him and he's very, very nice. Um, and I, and I see that Teresa is just so happy and it's all genuine. So I think it's the best thing like, for her. How do you not like Louie? Right. How do you not like Louie? Like, and Joe liked him at first. Joe liked him. I don't know what the hell went down that all of a sudden now you don't like him anymore. For what? Well, I, I do want to add our sources did tell us that Louie actually approached Joe, which, you know, we had some people who were looking at the situation and said Joe did look shocked. Um, and he did talk to Joe and, you know, he was respectful. He's just a, he, that's what a respect he looks did. like. You know, he, he did. He approached and I don't, Joe. Yeah. He approached Joe and, and, Melissa. and, and wanted to give him a hug. Yeah, because he wanted to teach his son. Louis was with him and he wanted to show Louis an example on, you know, what it's like to be a good human being. And yeah. that's what he did. And and Joe was completely shocked, caught off guard, yeah, blindsided, like, he you know, like, again, that. like, 
You, how are you going to be mean to somebody like that who's always trying for the sake of family? And Melissa even came and they talked and Louis was respectful towards them. You know, I think what it looks like Louis wants to make peace. He wants it to be good. He and does. he's always going to be respectful despite what they're saying. And, you know, them talking about his marriage. Like he still is always the bigger person. And I think that's great. That's um, amazing. How do you not like this guy for her? Yeah. And how, you know? how, how is he like that? Like help us, you know, because yes. it's hard to be the bigger person sometimes. Please. And he has a lot of self-awareness and everything. And he just seems like he's a bigger person and he t- truly lives by life is short. Like, let's not do this. But I mean, it's, it's hard in the situation well, that they're for all him, in. For him, it's, it's a constant journey where he's always looking to better himself, to yeah, do grow. the right thing, to, to grow, right, to yeah. evolve, mm-hmm. to evolve. And everything in his life that it's happened has been a lesson learned and has only made him stronger and more insightful. I mean, shit, sometimes when he talks, I'm like, dude, I want to be you when I grow up. Right, absolutely. And it's all authentic too, which is great. Like it, it, he truly yeah, like believes he's in like it. Yeah, he's like that all the time. Like yeah, he's, he's not just on yeah. camera. Yeah, exactly. He's very passionate. Exactly. But again, like I'm really just like the whole thing was so unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but but, but I had to get my story out. I didn't exactly. You know, this is not to like feed fuel into the fire, although I know somehow it will. Um, she went on a podcast and went on and on and on about her side. So listen, people, it's my side, it's her side. There is some footage out there. Yes, there is an edited version that my assistant recounts. You don't want to listen to that. No problem. Go find the unedited version, the unedited version, which is on Twitter. We have it on our Instagram. Okay. A lot of people have it. Slow it down. Look at it. I'm sure these days, like for the pros out there, they can figure out if something has been altered with, see it, the way that it went down. I did not spill my drink until pretty much towards the middle of the video. And it's so funny. Like when that video is going down in the very beginning, like 10 seconds in, a fan is asking me for a picture. Can you even die? Oh my God. Like, they were probably I'm, so I'm, shook. They they're like, I'm I'm pressing the elevator button and she gives me this look like Jen, like pick. I'm oh, like, wow. not a good not a good time, babe. Right. Like oh you hear gosh. me say not a good yeah. time, babe. Like anybody else would have freaking freaking probably freaked out. And I was like, I was just I, I felt bad actually that I couldn't take the picture with her, but I was it was just such so a much going moment. On. Yeah. I was like, dude, not a good time, babe. Not a good right. time. Like, no. I'm dying, dying right, right, now. It, right. Like, these, like, like I almost wanted that elevator to come, so it did not move any further, right? You hear me? I yeah. Like of I course. was like I was like you know what I need to get the hell out of this, and I don't want to, and I can't go back the way that I came in. I need to go to my room. Exactly. But I have the footage, and I feel like it speaks for itself. So I don't want to double down on that. I it's unfortunate now. What's you know they're they're being shown as they're being seen as liars. Exactly. And then, and there's a lot of damage control going on right now. So they're trying to justify their behavior and it's just, they yeah. can't. So. Uh, more power to them. I yeah. wish them luck. I mean, yeah. Right. I wish them luck. Um, well, you know, yeah. and I think, I think that also is a big reason of why Andy said that it was gross. It was gross. The way he spoke to me was gross. Me throwing water at um, their assistant, Tom Minion, which, you know, again, it was water and it wasn't even full and it was a plastic cup. Okay. Not, right. not that, not that that's relevant because the action I know speaks for itself, but it was water people. It's just yeah. Water. 
You were <laughs> reacting. Well, you were reacting again. You were alone and these men are saying these things to you. I think anyone in that situation, if I put myself in that situation, I'd react the same way. Like I would feel attacked. I'd feel threatened. That's whether they're all threatening I said. Or not. Yes, exactly. they were not threatening me. I did not give her a dirty look. If she thinks I gave her a dirty look, I want her to know that was not my intention. The minute I saw you guys and our eyes locked, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, please right. let me just get to the... Let me get to this elevator. Let me go inside. Let me be on my merry way. And I really, really hope they don't say anything to me. And then what did she have to go and do? Yeah, she had to. She had to me. And by the way, she looked wasted. Right. Well, she. I think she was holding a drink, so she may have been. Oh my god, her eyes looked like they were rolling back. Her hair was a mess. I was like, yes, I'm. I'm sure. Yeah. So I was not wasted. No, I was drinking water with ice. Well, Jennifer, we love you. We appreciate Thank you, you clearing Thank you, all Roxanne. of this up. And we will talk to you soon, okay? Thank you. Thanks, babe, right. of course. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and check out allabouttrh.com for the latest Real Housewives updates.